Reading's so boring. I know. I don't want to fucking read. Like, I just want to look at books and stuff. Have you heard of Audible? Well, as always, today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletry.com slash rexreads. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Wow, like, thanks. I'm going to use that now. Don't worry. Read. Okay. <laughs> CP. Hey. I see you have low power mode on. Can I buy you a drink? Maybe this podcast will load us to 100%. I am already at 100%. Wow. What are they talking about today? I think it's about social media. Oh my god. Hopefully I am brought up. Do you come here often though? Yeah, I come here a lot. You're looking quite... I love your firewall. Wallpaper. Oh my god. Come back to my hotel room. We'll talk. Totally. Who's that calling? Alexa Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, welcome to episode 5. Uh, so we have uh, a large number of people here today. We got Kobe to my right. Yeah, I'm here. And Sam, welcome. Thank you for having me on uh, Rex Reads. Uh, we got Abdi. Hello. Uh, G6. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Abdul Qadir. Actually, oh, I changed it up again. Again? Yeah, yeah. I go back to Somali now. As Somali. So, his so. <laughs> new stage name is Somali. And we have uh, we have Zizi here in the background. What's going on, man? <laughs> so, um, if you guys follow us on the social media, uh, at Rex Reads 1 on Twitter, plug, plug, plug. Um, I, was, I told you guys we're going to be talking about uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Jab, 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 Right Hook. So, um, I, you guys didn't read the book, but I read nope. the book. <laughs> so, um, basically, I'll talk a little bit about the book. So, basically, the book is about, um, is look, it's talking about people trying to build their social media in terms of a brand. You know what I'm saying? So um, basically what we're kind of trying to do is build our brand, blah, blah, blah. And his main points were like, tell your story on social media and blah, blah, blah. But realistically, none of us are using social media as a brand. But we're, I'm going to branch off onto that. But first, let's just talk about the book for a little bit. So um, one of the things that he was talking about uh, in the book is like, yo, we need to capitalize on social media. So um, he was saying uh, it took 15 years for radio to get an audience the same size as Instagram does it took it took no it took 50 years for radio it took 13 years for television and in like two years instagram got the same audience as all these um like technologies so if you look back in history it was so hard for people to communicate especially with youtube YouTube, like before if you look at 2006 or 2007 whenever when youtube started it was just a bunch of random people just uploading random videos and now it's literally it's a major market yeah now they have their own like TV series and things like that that are coming out. Yeah, exactly. But he's saying, um, as like, there's so much money to be made on social media. There's a like, you, you guys, we have all kind of heavy users, moderate users, low users here. But like, if you guys go through Instagram, you see people making literally millions of dollars, making a living Black off the social media. Yeah, the fitness. <laughs> if you guys look at numbers like for fitness models and um, people that sell fashion, they're literally making their business straight from their homes using social media. And my and like the thing is, what I, I was gonna bring up is, do we like why don't we capitalize on it? And like and 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 I, like there's people we know. There's people like in from like the hijabis that you know, Marshall have a good platform. They sell their hijabs on Instagram and stuff. But I'm saying we don't need to, we don't capitalize on it. 
you know what I'm saying, in our communities, we don't it's capitalize. A, it's a major marketing tool. Like, if you look at, even before, when you look at, you know, producers and things like that, even like maybe the 90s, the early 2000s, like if you didn't have a major marketing company, if you didn't have an agency who was, you know, working on your marketing, getting you commercials, you know, getting you airtime and things like that, you wouldn't, you couldn't get famous, right? But now you have people who, their whole marketing team or their whole entire team is about four or five guys, and they just do what work off. Yeah, the and they have they literally have no mar- right? no so it, experience. It, it cut out it cut out that middleman. Yeah, right. Because before, if you if you wanted to get your content out to the masses, you needed a middleman, and with the internet, it literally just cut out that middleman. Yeah, and it goes it goes back to what the book was saying. He was saying, make sure you guys tell your story. So whatever your story is, make sure you, you say it and say it loud because the internet's going to listen to it. You know what I'm saying? But um, so, so, I, so, so the points I was going to talk about and like for us, our social media is like, why don't we use it? Why don't we capitalize it? Why don't we try to make something out of ourselves, um, speak on the voices that are in our community? Because and, it's, it's superficial. I don't think uh, a lot of people believe in themselves or like at least believe that they have the consistency to like go and like put out content uh, about their brand Mm -hmm. uh, consistently. And also, I feel like uh, we get stuck uh, being consumers. Like we're stuck, like, you know, watching other people and, you know, sometimes, sometimes we feel like we can't do it, you know? Yeah, 100%, 100%. I feel like we don't have the confidence. (laughs) Most most people don't have the confidence to do it or like to be like, uh, or scared of failure. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a, there's, and the thing is, we're like, I, I, I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience. I'm glued on my phone, for the most part. I'll, I'll be on social media all day, 100 percent. Here's time. the thing. Oh, sorry, continue. Go ahead. Uh, so yeah, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be on my phone 100 percent of the time, just watching people do things, and I'm seeing there's points where I'm seeing people grow themselves and i'm and like it part it kind of inspired me to start this mm-hmm. i'm i'm watching people grow in front of my eyes and i'm like yo why why am why am i not doing this so i think people so i think people should try and just build themselves it builds confidence you but at the same saying? time yeah. it's like okay you have to look at what is social media and not just like the internet more in terms of social media right social media is or what it advertises as giving a voice to the voiceless mm-hmm. right giving a platform to those who you know want a platform but there's there's a there's a negative aspect to it right where people think that every and it, it is to a certain extent but people have this idea that everything that they say everything that they tweet everything that they post is automatically touched by the masses everybody saw what i wrote everybody yeah. saw what i posted so there's this whole fake sense of you know of who you are and a lot of people, a lot of people fall victim to it. And like you see on time, you see all the time, people who are not the same person they are in real life as they are on social media, right? 100% facts. Right? And it's like, yeah. what, they got like a thousand followers and now suddenly they're, you know, they're a whole different person, yeah. right? <laughs> and and it, there's a reason behind it. And there's, um, there's a professor, I think he's a British professor, his name is uh, Paul Gilroy, I believe. And he was talking about this on um, Russell Brand's podcast. And he talks about how, you know, this whole idea of, where this all where this all came from, and it began in like the fifties with the whole civil rights movement, right? Once the civil rights movement was done, and you had you know, the the civil rights that the black when black people got their civil rights, mm-hmm. there was that led to the sixties and the seventies, which is the hippie movement, right? Which is you know the government's against us, the man, you know, and for a lot of people it was like you know what I'm not you know it doesn't matter what everybody or I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know help out the man, right? Because the man is against me, right? 
And that's that's what the hippie movement really much was. Yeah. And then he's <laughs> and then and then it led to the eighties, which was self indulgence, right? It's like it doesn't matter about the population, it doesn't matter what everybody needs, it's all about me. Having right? Time, crack, you remember the crack was huge in the eighties. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm like not really anybody remembers, but you know <laughs> good old days. <laughs> right? And then that led to the nineties. Which is a huge, which is a rise in individualism, right? where everyone's like, you know what? I can't change the world. It's impossible for me to change the world. I can only change myself, right? Let me just focus on me, and that was, and that's when the internet around the time, same time the internet came out, yeah. right? And that individualism led to what we now know as liberalism, whereas the whole world doesn't matter. All that matters is me. All that matters is what I think. All that matters is what I feel, right? Forget the facts, mm-hmm. right? Oh, thanks. <laughs> So it's not, it had not, and then that led to, and this is what came from that, right? So now you have social media where everybody thinks, you know, the world doesn't exist or the world is what I see it to be, right? Where my feelings and what I think is most important. And this whole, and, that, and social media plays into that. So now, then he was talking about the same professor, he was talking about how things like Facebook and Twitter, how they work, right? He says, you have 7 billion people in the world. Seven billion people who think that each and every single one of them is an individual and is different than everybody else. He's like, how, how do you control that population? Right? By combining, by grouping them together. By grouping them to what they like and what they enjoy. Cool ringtone. <laughs> right? So then he says, he's like, now you have things like Facebook, which targets ads based on what you like. And you see, you refresh your feed, it gives you suggestions, right? Yeah. The, the, uh, you are one of millions of people who are getting that same ad because you and that and you and another millions of people think the same right now you that's how you control population by making each person believe that they're special and feeding that part of their ego and then you know controlling them like that and that's how people are controlled by social media yeah, and then go, going off of your point I, I learned I think I probably discussed it in a previous episode but it was something I learned in school it's that um, people are using social media as uh so so let's let's say Instagram you follow whoever you follow so you follow 100 people and everything about those 100 people is what you see on your feed mm-hmm. so if let's say you follow five pages on uh, uh, health you follow five pages on fitness you uh, let's say you're uh, you follow five pages on your religion whatever it is and you follow five pages on politics so your whole bias is is whatever is your 100 followers and you're looking for people that are like the same thing as you, which is is like advertised now. You're supposed yeah. to like what I like, and if I if me and you have the same intents, we're gonna be friends. So hey, I'm gonna follow you. So it's literally a group of people that are are out here just saying the same thing, saying the same messages over and over again, and they're not taking um, other people's opinions, yeah, yeah. right? And they call it an echo chamber. So I'm saying, uh, so let's say I'm a far right uh, freaking white nationalist. <laughs> and I'm saying um, all blacks are, are poor and they're blah, 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 all that shit. And then some other guy goes, hey, I think that too. And <laughs> they are, so this, 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 and this is what I'm trying to say. We got to expand what we're looking at in social media. We got to expand what we're looking at um, from, from, so like. So basically, we got to be like those people have like, you know, 10 followers and they're following 50,000 people. 50, people. You know, those people, <laughs> Those people know what they're looking at. They know they're looking at a bunch of different stuff. But I was I was gonna bring up a different point about how we use it personally. So and me and me and Kobe were talking about this earlier. Was like, so I follow you on Instagram, right, or Twitter or mm. Facebook or whatever, and I unfollow you. Does that mean we're not friends anymore? 
Mm, I see that. And f- my personal opinion is like, yo, if, if, if our relationship in real life is not affected by that, it doesn't mean, it doesn't mean anything to me. But here's the thing. Because of you know, social media, what we know to be a friendship is so watered down, right? Yeah. Where people think, like, for example, like if you look at an acquaintance, somebody you see every once in a while, when you talk to them, you talk to them for about five, ten minutes, that's not a friend, that's an acquaintance. Mm. That's just somebody that you know. So if that person, now suddenly, that person unfollows you on Instagram, and your head is like, oh my God, this guy doesn't want to be my friend anymore. Like, bro, you were never friends to begin with. <laughs> so basically, when me and Rex were talking about it earlier, we came to like a common agreement. If that person isn't close to you, like an acquaintance, for example, when that person unfollows you, they basically cut off ties because that's the only place you guys even have ties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for me, if someone unfollows me and I don't really even know them like that, then it's like, okay, I don't know you anymore. But subconsciously, like, are you thinking, okay, this person has an issue with me? No, 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 no. I'm, I don't even care. But mm-hmm. it's like, subconsciously, it's like, okay, like, I don't know this person anymore, I guess. But if you it, see that person the next day, would you... If the person looks at me, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that means they got to you. <laughs> no, no, no. It's if someone, it's when you're on Instagram, especially if you don't know the person, you're scrolling through and you're saying, okay, uh, I don't even know this guy anymore. Why am I even following him? Because yeah. mm-hmm. that's the only way you unfollow somebody. You don't just randomly. Like your high school classmates from like the ninth grade that exactly. you took French with. <laughs> because like you, subconsciously, like consciously, actually, you don't want to see that person on your feed anymore. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to see me on your feed, then you don't know me anymore. The, that, yeah. that, that's right. But if it, if it's a close friend and when I see you, it's it's yeah. What? Yeah. That it doesn't matter. The, the idea of a friendship, right, and how it works and how you connect with that person has completely changed from back in the day. So now we're getting a different like look on like how people actually interact with social media and how it's affecting their psyche. Like honestly, you see the way we're talking because it's so it's it's really deep. I, mean, I just want to say that it's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is nowadays everybody thinks like hey like i know you i've seen you before you know through a friend i've like met you through a friend and like now we're friends because we follow each other on social media but the thing is that that's not how all your like that's not what it's just work there's no yeah it's like you you have your friends like probably maybe like five people or four people or even less people you talk to on a weekly basis and those are your friends but like somebody who you've maybe seen them at the gym and you just kind of follow them, you kind of know them and you've seen their pictures, you've liked their pictures and stuff like that. As soon as they follow you and you follow them back or, or whatever you do there, you think, oh my God, like that's my friend now. Like, yeah. hey, like we're so cool. We like each other's pictures. And that's, that's how social media conditions us. In your head and now you're like, oh my God, that guy's so cool. And if his name were ever to come up, like, yeah, it's my boy, that's my bro. Like, yeah. hey, like, you know what I mean? Da, da, da. It's my day one. And so it's my day one when really like, you just kind of like maybe like the same song at the gym or whatever. He gave you a spot at the gym or you, you know what I mean? And now oh, he's your friend. But like, yeah, he could be like your friend. But if the, that person were to unfollow you, you shouldn't like take it personal. But now with social media, everybody takes it personal. It's like that guy unfollowed me. Who does he think he is? Like, <laughs> And it's like we're like this. And the problem is not it's not that the person unfollow you. The problem is that you thought. Just by that person following you, that meant like your friendship was like real. Based on mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. just based off the social media. So it's social media with like friendships and relationships. It's, it's very like powerful, and people don't really see like how like serious it is because just a follow and a follow you like, goes along. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. 
and like one thing I noticed, I feel like it's worse for the younger genera- generation. I was just about to say that right because now. Because for, for us, most part, yeah, we're all around the same age. We seen both lives. We were we were living, we were at, at almost a mature age when Instagram didn't even exist. Not Instagram, social media in general. I think the only thing that was out was even Facebook. I think I, had, I, I got Facebook in grade seven, I remember. Yeah, but we didn't even yeah. care about Facebook like how we care about yeah. Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. Even Twitter was out and people weren't even really on Twitter back in the days. Except Doobie. But yeah, like for me, I feel like I have a different uh, uh, look at it than kids that are younger than me because I've seen how it is to not even have social media, and the only way you contact your friend is when you see them outside. Mm-hmm. You know, they have that one so, spot you guys all pull up to. Exactly. <laughs> like we didn't even used to contact each other back in the day. Cage court, after Austin, we were there. No one, no one used to call each other. We just knew we were gonna be exactly. there. You know, so like. No, yeah, nobody. I didn't even have a cell phone house phones. Like grade 10 I got my phone. first cell phone in grade I think it was grade 10 or 11 I don't remember Yeah, I didn't have my phone It was uh, the, mo- the Motorola Razor I got in grade 11 <laughs> Shout out to the Blackberry Pro Oh my god <laughs> But the thing is That's the thing When You guys all remember BBM yeah, Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah That was That was a hit That was the, that's, That was a social media wave That was That, that was MSN part 2 MSN yeah. part 2 <laughs> Oh if MSN Even before that MySpace And there's there AOL That we, that oh, we were that. Yeah we didn't know The thing is Before us And that was That was the beginnings Of social media And when these things First came out We thought like Oh my god This is amazing And now It's like if we don't talk to our friends every day, we feel like yeah, they cut they cut me off. We're not friends anymore. That this this the our phones are 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 like like you said are like um what's the word I'm looking for condition conditioning us. Yeah. They're conditioning us to want to speak to people every single day to have a mm-hmm. conversation with someone every single day. And it, it, it gives you it gives you okay. Well, I forgot what it was endorphins. Like when you get a, every time you get a like on Instagram or something like that. It, for people who the, the more addicted to are the more addicted to you are, the more endorphins are released, right? So people get a sort of high of each every every time they get a like. So what Instagram has been doing recently, I don't know if it's true or not, that's what I heard. What Instagram does is, let's say you get you post a picture and within one hour you get like 50 likes. Instead of giving all 50 likes in one hour, it'll spread it out throughout like so over like two three hours, right? To keep to keep the endorphins, that feeling, keep the, yeah, yeah, keep that feeling coming. Right, and, and the, it's, it's it, get, it becomes an addiction. There are literally people who are addicted to social media. And the crazy thing is, in um, I don't know if it's China or, or Korea, they have social media rehab. They're literally taking people, saying, "Yo, I'm addicted to social media," and they're throwing them into these places and they're cutting them off from social media. Which whole turkey on anything is not good. Just saying. Yeah, but the thing is, use use it in moderation. You gotta use it in moderation. Use it in like if you're gonna use it, use it in like um, just take not even like use it the way you're using it. Just take a break from it, and believe me, you're you're um, you're gonna feel better about yourself just in the time you're using it. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Like, I feel like if you're using Instagram and things like that, you another thing actually, when you're using Instagram or any social media, I don't. I feel like you shouldn't show who you actually are on there. No, I think the opposite. No, no, I mean like you shouldn't expose too much of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's the thing. It, I don't want someone to look at my Instagram and think that they know me. But no, here's the thing. It depends how you look at it. Like that's yeah, that's not it's not a wrong way of thinking. I get I get where you're coming from. But for you know what Okay, basically what I'm trying to say is when I say don't show too much of yourself, I'm not saying like portray yourself in a different light. Just don't make be out so, there. Make it so that I don't know anything about this guy. I just know that he's there. Like unless you know me, you don't know me. You know what I mean? No, I, I, I would. Well, okay. There's different things. I, I, 
You're talking more about Instagram. Uh, but yeah, I think when I think social media, I think because I'm on Twitter more than I am on not, Instagram. Not Twitter. Twitter is different. Twitter is a personal yourself. thing. Twitter is made for you for like to tweet and like. Mm-hmm. But even then, people aren't actually Twitter is the number one tool that you can shape identity. Yeah. That's where people are different. People. I, I remember saying something. Uh, uh, Snapchat is what, what you want your people. What you want people to think that how, what you're doing. Instagram is uh, how you, how you want people to think that you live, and Inst- and Twitter is how you want people to think that you think. Yeah, right. Sucks. And and that's the thing with with social media. It's a lot of people, and not not just it's not like you know minorities. Majority of people that use social media, they use it not to show who they are, but they want people to see them a certain way. And you see, and you see people like you look at their tweets or you look at what they post, and you're like, "Bro, this is this is not who you are." You know, relax, right? And and I try, and it happens to me sometimes too. I'll tweet something, and I'll look at them like, "That's not me," you know. (laughs) Then, (laughs) then I go back to roasting niggas, you know. (laughs) You actually tell students something like, uh, "The heart is where the soul is." Find (laughs) peace. I feel like I feel like the most personal uh, thing I have is Snapchat. Probably, I think if and even if I have you on for me, if I have you on Snapchat, like. I want you to know who I am because Snapchat I feel like is the closest thing to like reality yeah, it's the closest thing because it's videos and it's like you know most Snapchats are on the fly not rehearsed best thing with, with, with Snapchat you can fake it you can fake the funk you could right you, you, could. Can, you can fake it Instagram you can fake it Twitter if you're dumb people are going to see you're dumb yeah yeah how can you fake it on Snapchat though you can do it some people rehearse some people rehearse where you're at my, you see people posting snaps with like random cars that they saw on the street, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, you yeah. can literally walk yeah. into a hotel, I mean, go upstairs, and be like, this is where I'm staying for the weekend. Yeah, and then people believe you. Get an Airbnb for two hours. Yeah, exactly. I'm talking about people actually creating entire identities on the internet. I know people who are like completely different people, like literally black and white. I'm the same. I like to bring up a new topic. Um, do you guys think social media is taking away from people's actual social skills? Yes. In, oh, in terms of 100%. conversation and all that stuff. So yeah, what Huge. do you guys think? Go ahead. Okay, social media cuts out small talk. Like it literally cut out all small talk. Uh, I'm be, I, I disagree with that point. To be honest. Or you mean it's only small talk? No, it, it's no, it's not only. Sp- it's not it's only. Nothing small meaningful. Talk? But yeah. I know, in the sense, in the sense of when you first meet somebody on like, in real life. Yeah. Like you know nothing about this person, right? So and I'll, I'll let you talk about that afterwards. But you know nothing about this person, right? Everything that you want to know about this person, you have to figure out. You have to ask them questions. But with social media. By the time you start talking to this person, you know where they're born, their interests, you know everything already, yeah. already, right? So you have sort of some sort of advantage there, right? So with it made, I would say cut out small talk. It made small talk so much easier. I think social media just um, puts the conversation only into small talk. Like mm-hmm. I know if I'm if I'm fo- if I follow every single one of you guys, I know where you went to vacation. I know um, what you did on your birthday. I know. Like I know every I literally know I know you ate last week Like there's literally Nothing you can you tell me yeah. <laughs> There's literally nothing You can tell me That I don't already know So what's like, what's the conversation Going to be about And I know people Don't have meaningful Conversations anymore Has it changed society Completely I think it's Dumbing down society To be honest Go ahead I think it does I feel like Especially for shy people It gives them like Confidence Like Like I can say whatever I want And I'm never going to Have to face it <laughs> it's true. It's, yeah, true. it's, it's true. true. There's some guys I know, like they'll approach a girl on Instagram, but they'll never in their entire life approach the same way in person. Yeah, and that's what never. I'm saying. It's like it's false confidence. That's what I mean. It gives you like 
confidence out of the ass like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But the thing is, like, what what I was gonna say is, um, for the younger generation, at least us. We, we it was it was like the not, there's Some a balance. There was a part of our lives where we 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 had to like literally talk to someone to make a friend, especially when we were kids. Mm-hmm. You got to literally talk to people in your class to make friends. But you could there. I know, I know for a fact. There's little kids in high school now that f- all follow each other on Instagram and will literally walk past each other on the hallway. You get what I'm saying? Of course, hundred percent. But what about um for people who aren't really good at like they don't have the best interpersonal skills. And um, they they talk to somebody in like DM and they build that foundation and then it's easier for them to talk to the person in real life because that there is there's people like that yeah like I know people personally who couldn't start a conversation with you without being introduced or having like some kind of like initial common ground foundation foundation yeah so with the DM it's like or with like commenting on a picture or social media you can like create that so I feel like it can go both ways it depend- depending on the person if you're like a social person and you can just like talk to people or whatever you don't need social media I feel like that's it kind of messes up and makes uh, conversations kind of dumb and stuff like that like what you were saying yeah Rex. but then for the people who don't have that base it can help so that's why social media is like it's tricky yeah it's really tricky yeah yeah social media allows like um all of us to like break ice like before we you know what I mean? any of us knew each other yeah when we had that first interaction there was some sort of common ground whether we were playing sports we're in school we're at an event or something like that yeah. so that's the one good thing social media lends to because you get to see what the person does and then you can you know mention you know what I mean to them in a comment or DM and tell them something and you start from there so I understand what Sam's saying it's good I have a question for this younger generation right now, and for example, for us, when social media came in, it was a huge thing. Yeah. Like, it was revolutionary. Yeah. These younger kids, it's just another thing. Oh, like, they grew up with it. Yeah, they, they, they puberty grew up with it. Yeah. Well, on social now, media, you're say now the, next, or the next group of kids that are coming to follow, who know nothing except social media, who don't know anything else, do you think that social media is going to be such a big influence in terms of how big of how big they see it or is it going to be something that's just yeah it's just a part of life i i think it's gonna be a part of life because my, my little sister is she she's on youtube watching like there's his parents she, she watches parents um taking their their kids out to buy toys <laughs> <laughs> and, and like it's basically little kids vlogging and she's growing up watching this stuff i have a follow-up question to that but what do you think yeah um i feel like they're numb to it it's not something new. Yeah. It's just how they live. For us, we have to adjust to it. Am I wrong? Yeah, mm-hmm. fact. We all have to adjust to it. Like, I remember even early on stages, people would still have to, like, you know, to talk to somebody, they'd have to talk to them in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They it, still it, weren't used to it. It took me four years to make a Twitter. Like, every time I saw them, like, this is useless. Why are you even using this? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, I have, I have like 15,000 tweets, and I swear I don't remember any of them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? About. Um, oh, sorry, sorry. For me, I use social media like I don't use Twitter too much. I use mostly like Instagram and Snapchat, and I feel like there's trends. Like for example, there'd be a trend where like taking cool scenery pictures or like kind of like in Snapchat showing like half your face, playing music in the car. And, uh-huh. like, right now, it's there's a trend where it's like you pretend like you don't care. Like you know what I mean? You just take casual pictures. You don't really care. Everything's supposed to be effortless, but then. 
people who are actually like doing this it's like oh my god like they want does it look like i care like make it look <laughs> <laughs> like you know what i mean like i want to look like messy but then still like <laughs> so i feel like there's like trends and those trends are like what people follow and i'm not gonna lie like i've i followed some trends like yeah and i'm just trying to use social media now differently trying to use it like f- more for like like what you said like branding branding like, exactly branding yourself and and just growing with it it's like people take like 10 pics and they're like oh did i get the right side did i get the right lighting no yeah, you have to stand yeah. in this angle yeah. buddy just take the pic <laughs> and then that, let's, let's ask the guy who has almost no social media whatsoever <laughs> what's up <laughs> like you've been pretty silent this whole conversation listen i just have one rule with social media i won't use it unless it has a benefit for me like i feel like if i go on social media with no purpose there's really no point in using it right you only get the negative side that's true, that, that's that, true. that that goes back to what i was saying yeah it depends on how you use it mm-hmm. so if so if you're looking at your interest yeah. the thing is you can use social media to to expand your knowledge yeah you get what i'm saying so it depends on what you want to use it for so if like if you uh, if you don't care about what people mm-hmm. post what you, frankly nobody really cares what people post <laughs> they just care about everybody what they post everybody cares I yeah use twitter. i use twitter i just don't tweet out as a thing yeah I, i'm like I, 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 i'm on a somali page a somali very good tweets <laughs> just retweets me yeah and i got g6 but honestly other than that i don't tweet out anything honestly i just read twitter look at snapchat stories and that's pretty much it yeah yeah remember uh earlier i was talking about i have 15,000 tweets Mm -hmm. back in high school Mm -hmm. when we were adjusting to twitter and all that thing i felt the necessity to tweet all the time yeah Mm -hmm. and show people how i am Mm -hmm. the last four years i don't think i even tweeted maybe 20 times yeah yeah your, your, your interests change. Your interests change. I don't feel the. I don't like. I said I don't like showing. At this point in my life, I don't like showing people who I am, mm-hmm. unless they know. Like, either you know me, you know me. Yeah. Like I'll show you who I am in person, but like. Yeah, but but that's because you have so many followers on Instagram. If you told me right now, um, if I could uh, like take off all the followers that don't know me, I'll do it. If you find, if you give me an app right now that does that, that does that. I'll take you 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay, now this leads to my next question. Now that we've, you know, we've agreed that social media is it's not something big, it's just another thing to younger generation. Mm-hmm. Do you think because it's something that's so, you know, nonchalant that they can now build proper social skills because they're no longer depending on that? Or not really, I guess they are depending on it, but... No, they're de- that's it. I'm saying they're depending on it, but they're... Like they're not gonna build those social skills, un- like until they have to, until they go. If they're if the life path they want to choose is go to uh, an office and work, who's gonna be there? Is there gonna be forty year old men that don't use social media? So you have to, to have a conversation with them. And frankly, like I I don't know how. Like I'm still learning how to talk to um corporate people. It's like it's is is it's something I because I know how. To, yeah, I know how to talk to regular people. I'm not gonna lie, to you. I had, I was the same thing. Like even when. Up until I started working security, and we all had that phase where we were all working security, right? (laughs) Right? Up until I started working security, which is when, like, 2013, I had no social skills. And it wasn't because of the internet or anything like that. I was just a shy kid growing up. Like, I did not like starting conversation. I did, even now, I don't like, I'll force a conversation, right? And it's easy. Small talk. But I don't like it. It's annoying. It's boring. It's meaningless, right? But because of, you know, because of working concierge and now because of what I'm doing now, you know, with, with you know, customer service with people, right? I, know, I now have that skill set where I learned that even if I don't want to do it, I learned how to do it. 
right? And that's the thing with reality and social media. It's with with social media. If you don't like something, you can avoid it. I don't like this. Let me you know leave this page. Yeah, exactly. But in reality, you're not gonna walk away from somebody just because you know the conversation is kind of dead, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. You're with reality. It's you're. There's no walking away. There's no logging off. You're in that situation. You have to deal with it. And it's that's that is what's gonna shock this younger generation because they don't. They haven't you know really been accustomed to it. Most people like uh, grow out of, when they're out of their comfort zone. So being on your cell phone, um, in your pajamas in the morning, in the evening. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're at an event, doesn't matter. And you're just tweeting or you're just, you're just checking your social media, Snapchat. It's a lot easier to go and message somebody. But when you're out of your comfort zone and you're at some sort of like Toastmasters or some random event and you don't know the people there, if you only use social media to like talk to people and you don't have those social yeah. skills and you haven't built them yet, you're definitely going to have a disadvantage and you're going to have a hard time uh, building those skills. Yeah. Uh, building them because you're always going to be like, Oh my God, who can I talk to about this? You, you won't have meaningful relationships. Exactly. You won't even be able to heck, talk to your parents properly because like, you'll be like, uh, uh, how should I say this? <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so awkward about it. And I personally had like a lot of experience with that uh, in my school. Like w- one kid in, in the class, he literally said, oh yeah, I have a book full of like jokes. And like, we're just joking around. Like, one, two jokes. <laughs> I, I knew 100% that, that he didn't know how to you know, talk to people, you know, right. at least the way I did. Yeah, but the whole thing about uh, social media uh, taking away from your social skills, I still think uh, social media helps, not not with giving you like, the actual social skills, but it's kind of like a, a trial. Like, let me like play around with it. Like, let me see what I can get away with. Like, let me see how it feels like to talk to people. Because yeah, without social media, that person that was that was insecure that didn't like talking to people would probably never ever talk to people. I think that that's like one of the only benefits. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. I, I said it's not all. Yeah, bad, yeah, yeah. But it there like, are benefits. You, it's it's a two way stream. One stream is you trying trying it out, mm-hmm. seeing how it is, see how people react to you online, mm-hmm. and then taking that like like, like a stepping stone, mm-hmm. like Insta, like Instagram or Twitter, all that talking to people there could be like a stepping stone, and then you can build up some way build up some type of confidence to. Like talk to the person in real life, but but now like I agree with you. I agree with what you're saying. But now it's like social media gives you this platform to try something. So let's say for example, like you want you're an artist, like you're a singer, like so you post up like a, a preview of your song or like a video or whatever, and like if 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 it's like not good, like people will like screen record it, put it on Snapchat. You'll be a meme, and the way they bully you and like they'll kill yeah. you, like it's so bad. Right now on social media, like you know, mm-hmm, how it's, like, mm-hmm, you turn into mm-hmm. a meme and then like you post just like that. Certainly not six buzz. You know, they put you on six buzz and then it's like, damn, like this is supposed to be the tool, like, like to give me the confidence that I don't have in like real, like not even the confidence in real life, just because like it's, you're trying to use it for like what it is for like a platform. platform. But that goes back to uh, who who you're around. If you're gonna put out um, something outside of like what you're doing yeah. ask for validation ask like yo is this good and and i know you guys see this all the time if your you, boy goes real, ah the wavy, wavy. <laughs> or, your, or your your real friend will say yo this is shit but like your actual friend will tell you the pros and cons of what you're doing because someone's saying yo this is terrible yo this is bad to like, be honest i think anybody who says i want to be a rapper and that circle and their circle of friends doesn't say relax they're not really friends Hundred percent, hundred percent. Like that's not it's not really your friends. If you want to become a rapper and you're and you say I'm dropping out of school and become a rapper and your boy says yeah, you know <laughs> that's not your friend. friend. That's not your friend. And also, I want to add on to that, that is with with all this stuff with all the, the talk how we're using social media and how we're talking about social media. 
exactly you said the echo chamber we all follow each other we all follow the same people we all see the same things generally speaking right mm-hmm. so yes th- that's that's all what we see but that's not that's all that's out there and the reason i say this is because i look at myself specifically and i don't like small talk matter of fact i hate small talk like with a passion i hate it because i do it all day every day yeah right uh-huh. so if you see me in real life and i'm like i'm usually the quiet but i'm not really talking to people unless a, an actual like a meaningful conversation comes up then i won't shut up right but like if you see me and you know because most of the time people come to me like Yo, you know you're, oh I, I always thought you were quiet i was like yeah because there's nothing to talk about you know <laughs> <laughs> and that and that's the thing with each person how they experience something is completely different and you were talking about i think it was a couple weeks back you were talking about how you know everybody experiences things differently and remember you said that, you know scientists they came up with um they tried to measure emotion right and even when they measured emotion it was whenever this emotion is uh, so when somebody displays this emotion we see this right and they correlate that with you know the chemicals that are released and whatnot but that's what you see but that's not what the person is experiencing mm-hmm. that's not firsthand nobody can tell you what that person is experiencing and you can never know what that person is experiencing because everybody experiences things differently exactly exactly yeah, but um, I think that was, that's the end of uh, this discussion. Um, don't forget, if you guys want to join the conversation, you can email us at rexreads1 at gmail.com. Or, or for those who want to stay anonymous, you know, you're social, you're social media people. Yeah, go on. Uh, uh, check out our Curious Cat, curiouscat. Was it me? Curiouscat.me slash rexreads. Uh, let's go over some of the questions and uh Uh, so the last one was it was mainly a positive feedback and they were saying um that the the so in the somali community there's no um there's no act there's like nothing that's uh not medicating but helping somalis dealing with mental health Mm. so they're saying uh what do you guys think are some ways to 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 like talk to your people and say yo you guys need you need help you know, recently I had, I think I was telling Abdurrahman about this, or sorry, Abdi. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to Abdurrahman about this. Recently we had, um, had a meeting with, uh, and I don't want to, you know, divulge too much information, but we had a meeting with somebody who's, you know, heavily involved in, you know, youth work and with different masajid. And he was telling us, he's like, you know, because we were telling him, you know, we want to help the community. There's a group of about four or five of us. And we said, you know, we want to help the community. We want to start with the masjid and this and that, you know? And he was telling us, he said, honestly, I'll be, I'll be frank with you. He said, you can't change older people. He said, anybody over 40, forget about them. Like, you're not going to change their mind. Especially, you know, immigrants. You know, you, anybody who's over 40 is an immigrant, don't even bother. You're not changing their mind. He said, focus on the youth. Because the youth, you can change them. You can mold them, right? So... Especially with, when it comes to something like mental health, like you're not gonna convince your grandmother that mental health is a thing, yeah. right? Like it's, it's it, you just can't. Nah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Right. Uh, yes. So I think the way we approach it is, we teach people, we talk about it, and even if you think nobody's listening, you know, just keep at it. There's always somebody who's listening. There's always somebody who can you know change somehow. Yeah, I feel like educating educating the youth is like the main way to do it because when I was growing up, no one told me. Like mental, like the only time I was hearing about mental health was through schools, and that's through like white people. Like, <laughs> yeah, and we, like, growing up, we all thought you know mental health was a white person thing. That's a white person. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, a white, it's a white that, disease. Like depression, like only like those people. Like, you know, I feel like the one thing I always think about when I think about depression, I'm like oh yeah, that, that person doesn't have religion. Yeah, that's 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 and, and that's how we're conditioned. Yeah, that's yeah how we're exactly. Conditioned. I, our parents tell us. I think that we should 
try and have conversations with people just try and talk to them and like not even bring up that mental health side just sit down and have a conversation with them which a lot of people don't do they don't sit down and have conversations all it takes is just to ask somebody are you okay what's on your mind talk to me you know also i feel like people in our community don't feel comfortable opening up like i'm depressed or i'm going through something people aren't like they feel like you're gonna be seen as weak if they come to you if like i don't know if i i ever came across someone who's going through depression but i'd probably never know you don't know but you, the thing because is if you have conversation yeah people in our community do not feel comfortable they feel like especially in the hood as, especially yeah oh especially the hood niggas they they feel like they're gonna be seen as weak like what is this guy crying about like you know like do you know how many guys like in the hood that i know personally who have crazy ptsd like and not just the regular like you know oh you know i'm paranoid like there are some see there's some serious ptsd issues in the hood and, and like, i people, brought that up last week mm, ptsd and that's the thing it's it's so real and when you look at it these are things that we think oh it's normal right but ask yourself this if you're walking down the street and there's a car driving behind you are you gonna look you're gonna look back right you go you see the headlights oh this car's driving kind of slow that's not normal like <laughs> that's not normal right obviously there's you should check for your make sure you're safe but if you're walking on a regular busy street and there's a car driving behind you you shouldn't be looking over your shoulder every 10 seconds to make sure you're okay yeah. right? in the middle of the night and it's an alleyway you're gonna yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah of course that's an extreme case though. yeah yeah we we gotta make it normal we have to have that conversation and we just gotta make them feel accepted and it can't just be like yo one week we talk about this the next week we don't we gotta be like um consistent conversations you know consistently you know what I mean? Talking about it, um, you know what I mean? Every now and then. And I think I think people, uh, going off your point, I think people feel more comfortable when some when someone else talks about their own thing. So if someone else comes up and says, "Yo, I'm de- I dealt with depression. There's a way to fix it. There's a way like get help." You know, they'll feel more comfortable saying, "Yo, like, I'll I'll, I'll be able to go." You know? Yeah, exactly. Most people, I, I don't think they actually know how to deal with it, like getting help. Mm-hmm. So. If they have someone, a friend, um, you know what I mean, or someone just they know from the community that they trust, right? Because in this situation, it's all about trust and, and, and comfort. If you you trust the person, you know what I mean, you'll go with what they say, you roll with that. So we gotta open up as like, um, you know what I mean, young, you know what I mean, young men in this in this community, in society in general, in Canada, the whole world, right? So we have to make it like much more like accepted and like, yeah. you know, be comfortable for these people exactly. so that they can go and you know get the treatment mm-hmm. and we should be the ones that should go and find out how to get these like, resources and connect them to these people because even though you know what i mean we're you know what i mean uh possibly mentally you know what i mean stable yeah like, everybody's going to deal with their issues um but we got to definitely like look at it uh from perspective of making sure we know where to get it like help for ourselves exactly. and also like have those resources ready uh, at a moment's notice whenever you have a conversation with yeah. somebody. So uh, thanks for the person that uh, sent in the submission. Make sure you guys join the conversation, ask questions, and bring up points again. So uh, up next, we had the Wacky Poopy stuff. And yeah, all right. Take care, guys. Welcome to Wacky Poopy stuff. This is where fun times happen. Right now, we're getting interviewed by uh, somebody. I don't know who. Uh, oh, Siri and Jerry go to uh, marriage counseling. Uh, begin. So, Siri, um... Tell me a little about your marriage. My husband stealing all of my money. I work with Apple. He works with Microsoft. This is what I'm talking about. She doesn't even know where I work. Listen, you could have told me where you worked. I would have found out, you idiot. This is why she found me in a motel with an android. 
that Android had no camera. She can't even touch my camera. My four pixel on your head. I don't care. Alexa, charge me better. I used to charge you 90% in five minutes, so I hope that dumb miatch Alexa can hold my nuts. Excuse me. The only reason I'm doing this is for the kids. Listen, our kids are here, so we better act mature. Okay, 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 guys. Uh, let me just ask Jerry what's the issue here. She doesn't understand me. She comes home and she just wants to do her thing. I'm Siri. Everybody talks to me. That's not fair. All right, let's uh, hear from the kids. Hi. Hello. Listen, my mom and my dad are arguing 24-7. I just want to be a kid, you know? I want to live my life, play Super Smash Bros, and live my life. My parents are arguing. My little does mom know I have a Android girlfriend. What did you say, Watson? Don't tell mom, Mike. Listen, Watson, I will tell your father if you do not have that Android girlfriend in your house. But I love her. You don't love her. It's an irrational feeling based on love and computations. Alexma takes me straight to low power mode in a matter of seconds. Take that back, Watson. You do not talk like that in my house. Shut up, ma'am. I love her. I love Relax. Okay, 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 guys. Let's just wrap it up. Piece of shit I was talking about. <laughs> Jerry, I hate you so much. I love Alexa so much. Yeah. Take me to low power mode. Yeah, insufficient battery. Yeah, remind me later. 10%, 10%. Hey, now we have another interview with uh, these Californian people. I'm in California. Wow, I didn't even ask a question yet, so uh, take it easy. Hey, that was my hit single. Oh, I'm Tanner. Just take it easy, bro. Like, I'm Dill. Hey, bro, I'm brother. We're just gonna like answer your questions. Okay, uh, relax. So, uh, my first question is what do you think of Rex Reed's fourth episode? Um, Rex Reed's uh, fourth episode. I don't even read. <laughs> bro, let me just tell you something right here. If me and Tanner over here did a freaking pod, we, t- <laughs> we totally ripped that up, bro. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Basically, episode five is on social media, and it, like, it's uh, pretty good. Shut up, bro. You're stupid. Relax yourself. I'll break your jaw. Hey, I know you lift like 40 pound weeds, but whatever. Listen, I don't even care about so like I'll see your girl Jasmine hey, on that. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the music. Oh, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Oh, whatever. Okay, guys, I think you're getting off track here, so I'm back to the question. California. And the interview's over. Bye. Okay, man. Like, okay. I'm so pregnant right now. I'm so pregnant. All right. Uh, with our final interview, we have weird British guy. No intro needed. What do you do? I am a social media guru, but and I also do the Commonwealth Games introductions. I have lots of money here. You're loud enough as do it is. Do you know who I think I am? I feel like someone's gonna walk over here okay, and bust okay. the stop. I'm sorry, we had an we had an intruder. Sorry to interrupt you. Leave me alone, you piece of crap. You show me respect, or I'll hurt your mother. <laughs> What? Did you say something about my mother? Yeah, relax yourself. Your mama's a thought. Oh my god. Okay, we get this guy off the premises right now. No, leave me. Unhand me, your vile demon. <laughs> 
Uh, our last interviewee is uh, John Baptiste uh, Descartes. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing very good. How are you? I'm very, very well myself. I noticed your friend over there. Is he not speaking? <laughs> Hello, I'm very shy. I was having pelemino. Jean Baptiste, comment ça va, mon ami? Ça va bien, merci. Les vues, les pêteurs, la fêteur, sort. C'est l'heure, votre Montre notre vague. Porterer à l'OR. Listen, we have to speak English. Oh, sorry, I, f- I feel like uh, uh, how you say. Uh, guys, sorry? yeah, yeah okay. you're getting off track right now. So speak English, please. Can you speak English? Thank you. Put the madre. I think it's. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is this the funny side? What are we even doing here at home? I thought we were. Oh my god. Hey, I say. Oh my god. Okay, listen. We're in the wrong studio. Oh my god, we're back. Oh my god, we're back. Okay, so like Rashad was a doctor, but he didn't give me my water. So I said bye bye. I'm not your baby moms anymore. Did you hear that John Baptiste? No, he was so young. Oh my god, he was a dwarf face. Yeah, but that French accent sounds like that. What's he doing? But. Uh, he could be my main man. Oh, he could hum a zion. Of course. Uh, and that's the end of the interview portion. And I think they'll keep it with Oh, yeah. I, I think that is the end of the interview portion. Oh, my God. Wow. wow. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, this is the end of the podcast. Uh, see you guys next week. Later. Bye. Oh, my God. Er, de per, er.